Well, welcome back to episode number 30 of the Created to Thrive podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about really experiencing God's peace on a regular basis and how to be led by the Holy Spirit, specifically in the area of peace. You know, in a day where so many people need to have God's peace. So I want to unpack that today, and I'm going to share a recent live broadcast that I did with someone who's been on my podcast uh, before, Chris Cree of New Creations Ministry. And we are going to discuss such things as, you know, what is God's peace? What does that look like? And we know it's a fruit of the Holy Spirit, but how does God use peace to to direct our steps? And how do grace and peace work together? And then how do joy and peace work together? How are they connected? But specifically, how do we let God's peace rule in our heart? So grab a notebook and pen as we're going to unpack this for you today. So I'm going to share the episode here. And if it's something that you need help with directing you know, your life or helping you making, uh, with making challenging decisions, reach out to me. I do have a few spots left for one-on-one mentoring. If that is something that you're needing help with, just message me and we can have, have a chat. All right, here we go. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's Word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who He created you to be because you were created to thrive. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our Two for Tuesday broadcast. I'm your host, Chris Cree, and I am so excited you're here. We have with us today Lori Snyder, and Lori's got her own ministry. And let me just put you on the screen. I'm just bringing up Lori in. (laughs) I'm like, I could do all this introduction (laughs) stuff, but who cares? I don't want to talk about me. I want to hear what you have to say. Hey. Last time, well, and I just want to just do a plug for your podcast, Created to Thrive. That's a great way for folks to just hear practical life stuff. I mean, yeah. you have such a brilliant way of, of, of expressing the truth of scripture and, and Fred, your husband too, without making it Christianese and biblical. And it just, it's very approachable. And I just encourage people go to Lori's website. Let me put that link on the screen here. Um, go to Lori. It's LoriKSchneider.com. Go to her website, subscribe to her podcast. You, you've got it on Podbean and and where, where, all, where all can people get your podcast, Lori? It's on and really all the major platforms. So like Apple, Apple, Spotify, Google, yeah. Amazon. Yeah, really. Cloud probably. Yeah, it's on yeah. It's on all of that. If that's not, awesome. they can go to the website too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no, no, it's that's good stuff. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah, I mean, you want to have a, a you if you if you if you're watching this video and you want to experience just a conversational, real world, practical stuff about how to thrive, yeah. then I encourage you listen to Lori's book podcast go to our website subscribe and it's good stuff so last time you were with us Lori, we were talking about you know how the kingdom of god is is righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit and we got through you know some stuff on righteousness and today we're going to talk about peace and you were saying that you wanted to start with colossians uh what is it 315 and you asked me to read that for you so i'm just going to put that on the screen so we can talk about the peace of god and and, and how the peace 
you know, affects us and how important it is to us. And you said that this was a key verse and it's Colossians 3.15. It says, and let the peace of God rule your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. So Lori, why is that such an important verse for us when we're, when we're discussing the peace of God and and, in, in relation to the kingdom of God? Sure. Well, I think we all want to make confident decisions Mm. and we want to be led by the spirit of God. But the, the challenge that I have found in all of my years, as well as not just my own life, but in mentoring so many women, um, what does that look like practically? How do I know if this is God's voice? How do I know if it's just not my own idea? And this whole process. So um, having moved 24 times in 32 years, I've had to really um, benefit my own heart to really know, is this God? Mm-hmm. Is this just my husband and I coming up with our own idea? Is this pressure from other people? Uh, is this a temptation of the enemy that we're falling into a trap? And so really it was this recognizing and the Lord just highlighted that verse and um I want to walk through the verse, but I want to go back a little bit first about Mm -hmm. peace, because I I think a lot of times we think, especially with with the scripture, we're thinking, well, let the peace of God rule my heart. Well, I'm not experiencing peace because my situation is not real peaceful. So, So the trap is we look at our circumstances to say, I got nothing to be thankful for, because that last part of the verse said and be thankful. Mm. Well, we have to look outside the fact that peace is not an emotion. It will produce an emotion, but it's not an emotion. It's an inner working. So I want to peel back a little bit about what is the peace of God? And, you know, peace is uh, shalom. Um, What I always, how, how I benefited my heart was God is Jehovah Shalom right? I always go Mm -hmm. back to what's the nature of God. We've got to go back to those foundations. What do I believe about God? Mm -hmm. What do I believe about myself? And what do I really believe about my situation? Yeah. Jesus really going to be the Lord of my life. And so it's a process of walking it out. But if we can always go back to the nature and character of God Mm -hmm. and then the finished work of Jesus, because God is Jehovah Shalom which actually is prophesying too about Jesus being the Prince of Peace because yeah. that shalom is, is complete healing and wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. Yeah. And being the Prince of Peace, peace talks about a harmonious relationship that Jesus has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So I just started digging into what is peace and there are over uh, 429 uh, references to peace in the Bible, <laughs> 400 scriptures. Because we, if you think about it, Chris, what yeah. do we look? What do we hear so much about fear? Yeah, and we want to quote. Oh, there's 365 verses in the Bible about fear or references. Mm-hmm. So there's one for every day. And I'm like, why are you focusing on fear? Because perfect love casts out fear. So you've got to know perfect perfect love, which is God. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that peace is even more discussed than fear. Well, and and I would look at it, Lori, from a perspective. I mean, just from what I've learned through my walk with the Lord is that sometimes I can have peace about a decision. Let's talk about decision-making because that's really kind of where you said you wanted to focus. And, And 
with decisions, you know, I want to know that I'm doing what God would have me do. Yep. That's kind of what drives a lot of things. I want to, I want to be in God's will. And part of that probably comes from the faith background where, where I, I was born again, where, you know, the whole thing was about being in God's will. And if you were in God's will, then good things would happen. If you're out of God's will, bad things would happen, which scripturally isn't solid, but there's still following God's will for our lives is an important thing. And, and so what I've learned is that that peace of God is, is, a, is a, just an inner knowing that it's going to be okay. And that that, that decision, that, that's the good path. Yeah. And, and I'll have a, a, an, a, just an unsettled feeling about the other option or other options. Right. And, and so even though sometimes the other option might look in the natural like, hey, this, this makes a whole lot of sense. Right. And I just, I'm unsettled about it. I just don't want to do it. I don't know why, sure. but yet the option that doesn't really make sense in the natural, it's like, I, 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 I have peace about that. Yeah, no, I, I it's going to be okay if I go that way. Yeah. And I, I allow that to kind of guide my decision-making yep. in, in a whole host of things. And it's, it, it doesn't make sense in the natural sometimes, but it works out in, you know, in my life, it's just played out over and over again mm-hmm. that, that's how God guides me is through that peace, just like that verse that we just read. Yeah. Yeah. So in first Corinthians two 14, I believe it says the spiritual does not make sense to the natural. It, so it's, you're not going to have it in your head. It's just going to be that inner knowing and that's where it's going to go. Okay. It doesn't make sense in the natural, but it won't leave me. And when we break down Colossians three 15, it says, First of all, it says the word let. That is my choice. I have free will to decide whether I'm going to yield to the spirit of God who lives in me because peace is a fruit of the spirit. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, Galatians, what, 522? 522, yeah. Love, yeah. joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, peace, yeah. peace, peace. It's not pecani sauce. It's peace of God. Right. <laughs> I did that list. Yeah. So knowing that it's a fruit that I don't produce the fruit, it's a relationship of being one with Christ, united in Christ. Mm. And as I abide in him, John 15, he abides in me and then the fruit will come out. So recognizing that I have to let this happen and I have to surrender. And that's why I go back to God's character. I always have to go back to the nature and character of God with his word to know that he is so for me, just like you said, God promises a good result. Mm-hmm. And Fred always says, it's, you know, it's like watching a movie, knowing the ending before you see the whole movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all going to be good. There's going to be turmoil. There's going to be conflict and it's going to seem like, you know, bad things happen and all these things. But in the end, God's going to work it all out for my good. Well, and ultimately that to me is the key of, of resting in the Lord. I mean, we're supposed to, we're, we're, we're now in the Sabbath rest. As believers, every day is a Sabbath day. But what does that look like? It, it looks like trusting God with the outcomes. Exactly. And knowing that he's he's got good things planned for us. And so even if what I'm thinking I want to do and what I'm thinking should happen doesn't work out, I don't have to get stressed because I know that God's got something good for me anyway. And He'll even when I mess up, he'll turn it around for my good. So yeah. I can trust him. And, and just letting go of those outcomes yeah. It's taken so much stress off my life. Yeah. yeah, I did a podcast called Living with Expectancy mm-hmm. versus Expectation. Okay. How would you define the difference of that? 
Um, really hope. Expectation puts a demand on the outcome. Okay. Hope expects a good mm -hmm. outcome, but doesn't put an expectation on how that is going to happen. Okay. Yeah, that's important. That's so exactly I don't have right. that episode, but it was right around Christmas time and mm -hmm. hope for the holidays. I think it was so living with expect expectancy versus expectation. Mm -hmm. But one of the words for peace is rest. Okay. And if you go to Hebrews four, when they talk about how the Israelites couldn't enter into the rest of God, it was because of what they believed mm. their belief system, which is your heart. And so that's why Colossians three 15, we have to let the peace of God rule our hearts, our belief system. Mm -hmm. And that word rule means to umpire. Yeah. It decides if something's in or it's out. Mm -hmm. So when you look at that piece of recognizing, okay, I'm going to be doing a check of, okay, I'm going to go back to a character of God. I'm going to go back to, is it a kingdom reality of what Jesus did in his death, burial, and resurrection in the new covenant? So you're, you're going to go through, you know, these things to see, is this from God? Is this not from God? And then what is going to have that inner, I always call it like a magnet. Mm. It's just drawing you. You don't understand how it works. It's just, there's a drawing into that. And what I always have to do then is be thankful for how good things are yep. and not looking at my circumstances. So I need to start letting that rule decide in my heart. And as I'm thankful, I start thinking about, okay, things are not as bad as they may try to look or, uh, you know, appear, but that's where recognize fear is going to be the number one thing that is going to come in to try and steal your peace every single time. Well, yeah. And I, and I look at it as, as fear of anxiety, anxiety. You're exactly right. Because, you know, what I used to do is I would try to make things happen. Yeah. And so I would have this, like you said, this expectation of I'm going to go into this meeting and we're going to get this result. This person's going to, you know, approve what I'm trying to do so that I can move forward or um, I'm going to meet with these people and they're going to donate or whatever. There's going to be some and I would try to make it happen. And when it didn't happen exactly the way I was expecting, I would be crushed and devastated and feel like a failure. Yeah. Now, instead, I go into those same meetings and I, and I have an expectancy for a good result, yep. but I know that if it doesn't play out exactly the way I'm, I'm anticipating or wanting it to, it'll still end up being good in the end, even if it's a negative short-term result. Yeah. And I don't stress about it. And you know what? I see a lot more positive short-term results as a result because I'm not trying to make it happen. I just let it flow naturally. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great point, Chris, because it says that when we're led by the spirit, we're having life and peace. We're going to experience those benefits, which is the kingdom of God. And one of the things that I have found with letting peace rule my heart is one, I examine my love walk, mm -hmm. not how I'm loving others as much as how much am I allowing God to love on me? Mm. That is huge because so much of what you hear in Christianity is, is that focus on, I've got to love God. I got to love God. I want to love you more, God. Just let me love you. And what you're saying is we need to flip the script and allow God to love us and, and just recognize that and receive it and let all of the rest of everything that happens in our lives flow out of that receipt, that, that receiving of his love. Yeah. And that is so important because that is going to cause you to enter into that rest 
And mm. that's where I also, so I look at the love, like how much am I allowing God to love on me? Again, if I know the end of a movie, I'm not going to stress out about what happens. Yeah. You know, it looks movie. really dark at the end right? of the second act. Yeah. And we haven't got to the third act yet. So it benefits my own heart. And that's where the thankfulness piece of that, of that scripture comes in. I'm going to be thankful for all. I start recognizing, oh my goodness, Lord, you did this today. Mm -hmm. I saw you in this situation move mightily on my behalf. Then the next thing I do is I go into the grace of God because over and over in the New Testament, grace and peace go together. Yeah. And where there is grace, you will experience peace. Mm -hmm. And how a big decision-making I have is, if I don't have peace, I've got to look for, do I have grace? Because just because I'm not experiencing that peace yet, there could be grace, but grace is God's enabling power to do things that are beyond my natural ability. Mm -hmm. So it can feel intimidating or a little scary because you're stepping into that unknown you haven't done. You know, God puts his super on your natural. Yeah. So you've got to recognize is God's grace, his enablement, I call it like God's oil, his ease of doing mm. it and recognizing, okay, there's grace here for me to do this job or to talk to my neighbor who's really mean to me, you know, whatever the situation is. Um, so recognizing that grace component, because, you know, grace comes through Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so that's his part. And then my part is to act in faith, which is believing and trusting that he promises a good result because this is the covenant that we go. We, so we benefit our heart by going back to what is God promised in his word? Who is he? What is his character and nature and the finished work of Jesus? So where there's grace and peace, I can walk forward. And that all flows out of our relationship with him yeah. and understanding just, just been believing and experiencing his goodness and how faithful he is and how trustworthy he is. It's a safe place with God that he wants good results for us. He's not trying to punish us or, or you know, hit us over the head with a, with the whammy because we've we've messed up somewhere. That's not his heart for us. And as we learn that, then we can walk in it and experience that peace because. You know, that's one of the things I, I when I talk about, for example, in the area of giving, you know, you know, and, and receiving and finances, if, if we truly understood the promises of God, where he promises to give back everything that we give away and more, if we really believe that, we'd be far more generous. We wouldn't stress about giving things to anybody because yeah. we know no matter what we give away, God's going to give it back and then some. Yeah. Yeah, well, we could go off on a whole nother subject on yeah. that one. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't mean to derail it, but it's it's that piece of yeah. not stressing. I mean, to me, stress, you know, yeah. whether it's fear, anxiety, worry, whatever you want to call it, but it's right. it's it's stress. Yeah. That is the opposite of peace to me. Let me just give you, I'll be really transparent here and mm -hmm. give you, not that I'm not transparent, but I'll <laughs> give you Let me be honest, because I was lying all those other times. No, not, no. not, and, not and, and, that's one of my pet peeves when someone says, well, let me just be honest with you. Yeah, and I'm no, like, Lisa and I have worked before. through that over our marriage too. So I'm with you. Okay. Transparent. Laurie, here we go. So two weeks ago, I had, we had Fred and I had a situation. Fred's my husband, mm -hmm. um, had a situation where this was put to the test. Was I really going to let the peace of God? And it was a financial situation mm -hmm. um, regarding his job. 
And I really had to put to the test, what do I really believe? And my, what I was taught was look at your first reaction. When you get news of something or something happens, whether it's for you or for someone else, what's the first thing to come out of you? Because that's really what you believe. Yeah. And I had to just get honest and go, uh-oh, there's still some lack mindset in mm. me. Because fearfully, I'm like, what if? And I start going through these situations of lack. Mm. And I had to really just pull back. And so what I'm going to tell you is you've got to get alone with the Lord. This can't be anyone else's influence for your heart. Now you can listen to teachings like us and, you know, we're encouraging, mm -hmm. but it comes down to, I have to let this happen in my own heart. Colossians 3.15, let the say, peace of God. Ah, okay. I was like, when you said this, I was wanting you to define Sorry. what you just did. I'm still on, I'm, I'm looking at my note of Colossians 3.15. Okay. So let the peace of God rule my heart. The peace of God's got to be my umpire. So I had to go back and look at in my own heart time with the Lord. What do I really believe? This is a really a lack situation trying to present itself to get me into fear, mm -hmm. to do my own work, to start striving, manipulate or whatever I have to do. Yeah. Right. You got to make it happen. You have to right. let go of that need to make it happen and trust right. that God will, will accomplish it. But what I did instead was saying, okay, God, what are your promises? Your promises says I will lack nothing. No good thing. And there are spiritual laws, just as we have natural laws like gravity, there are spiritual laws of like what you just said, sowing and reaping. Yep. So you know what I did to benefit my own heart and to not let my flesh rule? Mm -hmm. I sowed a big seed into a oh, ministry. Wow. So when, when, you, when you were faced with a situation that in the natural looked like it was going to produce lack in your life for you yep. and your husband, you, you the two of you got together and said, okay, we need to combat this with what we know about God. And rather than, I mean, because that makes no sense in the natural. If, you, if you're looking at, okay, this could be potentially hard times because, you know, the economy and, you know, gas prices going up or whatever. The, the last thing that you would want to do is give away what little you have. Right. That makes no sense. But that's exactly what God led you to do because you had yep. peace about it. Right. And you know that with your, the mammon oh, yeah. book, it's a matter of, I didn't do it though. And hear my heart. I didn't do it to get God to do something. It was not manipulative. Mm -hmm. I wasn't putting a demand on God. It was simply, I had to put my flesh down mm -hmm. and say, I am not going to, I don't care what the natural says. Mm -hmm. God's word says this, and I'm going to be a blessing. And within a week, I got the money back from another source to me. Awesome. Same amount. Yep. And but what I did at that point was saying, God, I need to draw on your grace. Mm -hmm. So in that time, before I just sowed the seed, I had to get time with the Lord, you know, cast all of my cares over onto him. We were talking mm -hmm. about Philippians four, yeah. and that's where it says the peace of God will surpass all of my understanding and it, and it protects my heart. And I always say, God gives you the peace that surpasses understanding he doesn't give you peace that comes with your own understanding. That's a good way to say it. Mm -hmm. We think I've got to understand something before I'll experience God's peace, but that's not how it works. Yeah. And then joy is the other one. Joy and peace go together a lot in scripture. So I look for the love. I look for the grace and then I look for joy. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I cheerfully gave it. 
Yeah. You but you, you got yourself in a place of faith first. Yeah. You didn't oh, do I had a reflex. You didn't, well, some people will do that. They'll try to make it a formula and say, oh my gosh, no. I'm getting into fear. I'm going to sow a seed. No, well, no, no, no. no. You, we pull back first and we get with God. I mean, right. how many times do did, did we see in the Gospels where Jesus got alone with the Father and for right. prayer? Right. So we, you, you, you did that yeah. so that you built up your faith yeah. and then you move forward with, with what you were going to do. Yeah, faith is not a formula. So hear my heart. I, again, this is how the Lord directed me because of my past stronghold of having a lack mindset. Mm. I had to step into that, just like some people deal with healing issues. Yeah. So what I would say for that is go lay hands on someone and pray for someone for healing. If you're needing a healing, go sow a seed and lay hands and pray for someone yeah. else for their That's own cool. healing. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's stepping into that spiritual aspect of, you know what? No weapon formed against me will prosper. And any tongue mm. that rises up against me, I condemn with God's word right now that God is for me. So who can be against me? And whatever I put my hands to prospers in Jesus name. Yes. I mean, that word is going to, that you've got meditating in your heart is got to come out of you, but it's a matter of, this being a process of being guided by him. So again, yeah. I didn't just do something to get a result. I did it to put my flesh down to say, uh-uh, I'm not going to be controlled by fear. I'm not going to be controlled by a bank account or a money, which is just a Or tool. an economy that's happening around the Nothing. world or whatever. Yeah. No. Now there's wisdom. Yeah. And so if you're going to walk in wisdom, you've got to go back to love mm -hmm. because love and wisdom go together. Yeah. And there have been times when, when, you know, Lisa and I, we follow peace and we just don't have peace to give, even though, you know, there's this huge need right. and it's pressed before us. And it's, you know, and just like that's not for us to sow into right. or give into or whatever. Yeah. And so it's not like you said, it's not a formula. Sometimes when we give and when we don't give, it doesn't really make sense in the natural. I, 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 you know, tend to go back to money things because that's where God has shown me how the kingdom operates is <laughs> through our finances. But it, like you said, if a healing need Go pray for somebody. Exactly. Give, give what, I mean, what did Peter and John say? Silver and gold have I none, but what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Yeah. You know, so, and it wasn't because Peter and John were broke. They just didn't have their wallets with them. You right. Know, if, we look, if we look through Acts, they, they had money. They just didn't have it with them at the time. Right. Well, and also I would say too, they probably recognized what he really needed the most. Yes. Because, because they were being led by the spirit. Right. And because by them being well, they could go make money or whatever the situation mm -hmm. was. Yeah. So, you know, this is not a formula. So when we talk about that, um, it's a matter of intimacy with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And by getting in his word to reprogram the way you think, to come into an agreement with what does God have to say on this? What are his ways, his yeah. truth, his life? And then I have to look at, okay, what are my thoughts? What are my words? Because well, again, what's the first thing that came out of me? What were my first thoughts? And then I've got to allow my imagination to come into an agreement with what God says and now see that word working for me. Mm -hmm. God, you're, wor you're working tirelessly on my behalf. You are so for me. You're a good father. And you've given me a covenant of peace, of rest and believing and trusting in your goodness, your loving kindness. And so I'm thanking you for what you're doing in me and for me and through me. Do you see what I'm saying? Like oh, that's yeah. that intimate relationship. That relationship. Yeah. It's, and, and I think it's important to point out the lawyer that what you were doing was you weren't putting 
your faith in the process. No. You were putting your faith in the scriptures, yeah. in, in the promises and in what you know about what God wrote in his word. Yeah. So we, we put our faith in the truth yeah. of God's word, yeah. but how it plays out is through relationship because you might do something, you know, that is exactly right for you. But if I try to copy exactly what you did and the way you did it, it could be exactly wrong for me because I'm trying to do it as a formula instead of taking those principles and, and bringing them into my relationship with the Lord, looking at his word, putting my faith in his word and letting his relationship, that peace of God guide me in my decision-making. Yeah. You know, and, and, and a good point that, that you just brought up and, you know, he's the good shepherd. He leads, he doesn't mm -hmm. push, he doesn't bully, he leads. And I will just tell you, God went before me earlier, a couple of weeks ago, before I mm -hmm. got the news of this situation, God had spoken to my heart during worship. And he said, Lori, it's time for you to look at future victories, not looking at past victories. Oh, wow. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. It was when we went to Bible school and we sowed everything. Mm. I mean, I knew in that instant before I even knew what was happening with my husband's job or any mm. of it, it was okay. I've been looking at, oh, we've done this in the past. We gave up everything to follow God. Mm. And he's like, you now need to have new victories in the yeah. future. But with well, the victories, <laughs> there comes it's, well, yeah, it's, it's never fun when you're in the heat of the battle but but when you look back and you go yes god came through yeah. again I, I told lisa when we because you know those those of you who are familiar with me and, and i've got this book rejecting mammon and it really it's about our story of how we learn to receive from god financial provision so we can get to the mission field get yeah. to scotland when god gave us the word that it was time to go home you know, we had announced it to our students there at the Bible College campus. And after we closed out the Zoom meeting, Lisa and I were sitting right next to each other. I turned to Lisa and I said, well, we're about to embark on rejecting Mammon 2.0 yeah. because we're going to have new testimonies, new stories of God's goodness. Yeah. And yet, you know, we go from strength to strength. And, and what we're finding out actually is that now we're having to believe God for significantly more money because he's not going to have us redo the same things. We're going to do new things. Yeah. And the new things are often bigger victories than they were before. Yeah. You have to have vision for God's provision. Mm -hmm. So once you have the vision, you can hook up with him for the provision that he's a great father and he wants to help you and he wants to mature us because we go from strength to strength, faith to faith, mm -hmm. right? Grace to grace, glory to glory. So it's that maturity process. So it's a good thing. But yeah, um, yeah so peace is, is especially now with everything, we've got to let God's peace, the God of Shalom, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. We're hidden in him and it's part of that fruit that's going to come out of us. But the key is abiding in him, John mm -hmm. 15. Amen. That that and that is just a brilliant. And the power of the Holy Spirit. Second. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all interconnected. Yeah. So, thank you so much for that, Lori. Thanks, that, that is that is a brilliant. I mean, I, I'm going to go back and watch this again because I, I'm at a place where there's stuff going on in our lives too that we're we're facing some decisions. So I need to review this as well. And um, I just again want to encourage everybody if if you haven't subscribed to Lori's podcast, I encourage you to do that. Go to her website. Let me throw the thing on the banner here her website is lauriekschneider.com snyder i don't know why i want to put the sh in there it's because i think it's because my wife's from wisconsin and, and i was in the <laughs> transportation industry and schneider nationals like the one of the biggest trucking companies in america so i apologize for that i've known you 10 years i'm still trying to get it right 
LoriKSnyder.com. There you go. Subscribe to her podcast. It's created uh, to thrive. Amen. And and you'll just you'll just you'll just go from strength to strength as you're encouraged by by what Lori shares and with her husband Fred. You get to know him a little bit through that podcast as well. Lori, would you pray for folks as as we end this time together? Yeah, absolutely. Father God, I just thank you for all who are watching us live as well as in the future. Lord, you're always there. There's no distance in time. And so I just thank you for being the God of peace. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you are a Prince of Peace. So I just release the peace of God right now over everyone listening and say, be still and receive God's love for you. His peace, his way, his life. And I thank you, Father, for changing lives, making yourself so real and known to them that they will experience your love and goodness today, all for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lori. And I look forward to our next time together. We can talk about joy. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one, too. All right, everyone. We'll see you next time. Hey, one last thing. If you have been blessed by this podcast, there is one thing that you can do that would really help me out. If you've been listening and haven't left a comment or a review yet, would you please do that right now? Your reviews help other people become aware of this podcast so they too can grow deeper in their relationship with the Lord. So right now, go to Apple iTunes, click on Created to Thrive podcast, scroll all the way down until you see the stars and the review section. Click on that to rate and leave me a review. Then make sure that you're subscribed to the Created to Thrive podcast so you don't miss out on any episode. Thank you so much. This is such a huge blessing to me, and I appreciate you taking time to help me today. God bless.